The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. We know that you want to live an inspired and fulfilling life. Maybe there are a few things that you need to get you there. Welcome to What Matters with your host, Mary Beth Lodge. In today's world of distractions, we can get overwhelmed with day-to-day responsibilities that keep us busy, frustrated, and confused. With an emphasis on the power of the mind and drawing on the fields of personal health, education, neuroscience, business, and spirituality, we'll discuss practical strategies to help you stay focused on your priorities, choices, and results. Now... Here is Mary Beth Lodge. Good morning. Thank you for joining me today on What Matters. How are you this morning? We have yet another rainy Wednesday. I'm starting to think that that happens just because I love the rain so much. It is a warm morning, even though it's rainy, and that's such a a joy in the fall. You know, usually it's cool, it's crisp, and it hints of winter. And yet this morning we have a wonderful 60-degree day. It's beautiful outside. And the rain is helping the leaves to fall so that we can rake them. The children in my neighborhood sometimes come and borrow my leaves because there's so many, and they can make a big pile to jump in. Do you remember doing that? It's such a little joy, and yet it's so fun. So, this is the show that challenges you to make a difference. It is the show that motivates you to make a change within yourself that will carry ripples of positive change into the lives of those around you and well beyond. So today, this morning, for this one hour, take the time to be worth it. Yes, to be worth it. To listen and think about how this information applies to you. And especially with today's topic, it's going to be very easy to think about your significant other, your best friend, your child, your parent, or your coworker. But that's not what I'm asking you to do. I'm asking you to think about you. You are the only person that you can really change. You are the only person you are responsible for. And you are the person that can truly make a difference. We are all busy, and we lead very, very busy lives. And sometimes it helps us feel more alive when we're busy. Sometimes we just get caught up in all of the tasks, the obligations, the things that have to get done on our to-do list today. And it's easy, really easy, to forget our goals or to lose focus. We check off the checklist, but we forget the important things. There's so much information out there, so much information that's available to us that bombards us each day. And it's easy to get overwhelmed with that or confused. And we clutter our minds with all kinds of things, things that aren't important, things that when it comes right down to it, distract us or lead us to take for granted the people that are most important 
or the things that we do that really matter. We waste our energy on the things that don't really matter. So today, I'm asking you again, this is your time, your hour. Take this time for you. You're worth it. And let's start by making our own sunshine. What are you grateful for today? What is it in your life that you truly appreciate? This morning, of course, I've woken up and I am in love with the world. That's how I like to start my day. And I'll be honest, I don't start my day that way every day. But this morning, I am definitely in love with the world. And so I'm walking around my house and I'm looking at everything in my house that I truly love and that I appreciate. From the warmth of my house and the wonderful metal roof that I have that makes the sound of the rain so soothing, I appreciate the rain and the leaves. You know, the leaves are different color on a rainy day than on a sunny day. On a sunny day, they're bright and brilliant and this. The color stands out so clear and pure. And on a rainy day, the colors are soft and muted. And I love that contrast. I love the difference that a rainy day brings. So what are you grateful for today? Are there people in your lives that you truly appreciate? And have you said that? Have you told them how important they are to you? So very, very important. Today, our topic is anger. The title is Fire or Friend. So I'd like you to consider anger in your life. How does it work for you? Is anger a positive part of your life? Do you use your anger in a positive way? Is it constructive for you? Do you consider it to be a useful tool in your emotional repertoire? Or are you afraid of your anger? Do you think anger is a negative or a destructive emotion? How does anger fit in to who you are? So, I'd like you to do something for me. I'd like you to get a pencil and a piece of paper while I tell you this story. And in this story, I want you to pay attention, use your imagination, as if you are actually in the story. So, just imagine you have just arrived at the grocery store. It's just before closing. And you're in a hurry to get home because you have a very important call to make. You have three items to pick up from the store. You zip into the store and rush to the aisle where your first item is stocked. You stop and look, and it's not there. Are they out? No. There's no vacant spot on the shelf. On a closer look, you realize the entire shelf is different. You're not in the wrong aisle, but the items that you were looking for must have been moved to another aisle. So you push on to the second item. Yes, this time they really are out of the very thing you had a taste for. But no matter, you're in a hurry. So off to find the last item. And again, not there. Has everything in this store been moved? This is the store you always shop at, right? So why can't you find anything? 
You stop a store clerk to assist you with your list. She's not sure where the items are either. She stumbles around, takes you to every aisle, but in the end, she fails to help you. Realizing that you've spent much more time than you planned and are now dangerously close to being late for that very important phone call, you decide to give it up and go on your way. It is in this state of frustration that you come out of the store only to discover that there is now a dent in your front fender. No note, no obvious car nearby, just the remains of a scrape of paint and a very noticeable indent in the fender. Do you, A, shrug it off, go on home, but all the time feeling sick to your stomach? B, go home, take care of your call, file a police report, and call your insurance company. C, scream, yell, curse, go back into the store, complain about the poor security of the parking lot, stomp out, and drive home. D, tell yourself you're too busy to deal with this right now, but three days later, you are still seething about it. There's no right answer to this scene, just observations. You see, the response you chose gives us insight into your specific style of anger. And that style may be useful and constructive. Or it may interfere with your mood, your relationships, or your health. Your style of anger may have come from childhood, modeled by the adults who raised you. And unless you have taken the time to evaluate your anger and make friends with your anger, you may still be practicing anger behaviors that are less than helpful in your relationships and your workplace. In their book, Letting Go of Anger, authors Ron and Pat Potter-Efren describe 12 different anger styles. None of them are healthy. Today, I want to describe three general approaches to anger, one of which is healthy. So did you find that piece of paper and pencil? Let me suggest that the previous app example offers a few different ways of responding to a situation with anger. Maybe that example didn't work for you. That's okay. If it didn't, just think back to the last time that you found yourself angry about something. Bring that situation to mind and use it as your own personal example as we walk through this next part. So do you have that paper yet? Take your pencil or pen and draw a circle on the paper, like the face of a clock. And just like the face of a clock, put a line at 12, 2, 4, 6, 8, and 10. That's right, the even numbers. Good. Now at 12, write the word event. That's the thing that happens, that starts the anger cycle rolling. At 2, write the word awareness. That's the moment when your brain kicks in and says, hey, something happened. At 4, write the word evaluate. Well, that's when you give your brain the opportunity to say something like, that's not right. What just happened? I don't like that. At six, write the word action. I'll come back to that part later. At eight, write the word evaluate again. I know, it's a duplicate, but it makes sense once we do this. See, that's your brain checking to see if the action brought relief. Again, I'll come back to each of these steps in much more detail later. Now at 10, write the word move on. You know what that means. Now, this is the picture 
of a normal and healthy anger cycle. Let me explain. Anger is a normal and healthy human emotion. We are designed to have this emotion because it helps us in many ways. It serves to protect us in dangerous situations because it triggers our adrenaline response. So we have extra strength if we need to fight or run. It lets us know if a boundary has been crossed or a limit has been defied. It gives us the energy to stand up for ourselves and to establish a boundary or a limit when this happens. And anger gives us energy. See, anger is the energy of movement. So it gives us the energy to get things done, to push past an obstacle, or to move out of the paralysis of fear. So why does anger get such a bad rap? Why does it seem like anger is more often a scary, nasty, at best uncomfortable thing that we are told to manage, control, or suppress? I never talk about managing anger. I don't want anger managed. I want anger resolved. Well, maybe anger gets a bad rap because for the most part, we fall into two categories, the avoiders and the exploders. The avoiders deny their own anger and run from everybody else's. And the exploders give the avoiders good reason to run with their tantrums, their rants, and sometimes aggressive or violent behaviors. Neither one uses anger in the way that is productive, helpful, or effective. Now, we're about to take a short break. And I want you just to reflect on how you express anger, or whether you express anger at all. Some people very rarely get angry, but it's not necessarily because they don't have anger. So I want you to be honest with yourself. See, nobody's looking. Nobody's going to know what your answers are. But this is a show for you. So let's go ahead and have that reflection on your anger while we take a short break. This is Mary Beth Lodge, and you are listening to What Matters on the Voice America Variety Channel. Stay tuned. Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Are you ready to make a change in your life? Would you like to discover the hidden obstacles to your success? Mary Beth Lodge is a certified life coach with a proven track record of guiding others to success. Drawing on mind-body techniques and concepts of neuroscience, Mary Beth will design a program specific to your goals, lifestyle, and personality. You'll develop a specific action plan to follow. You'll learn practical and easy strategies to move through your obstacles and reach your goals. You decide the area to focus on. Is it your weight, your health, or your professional goals? Mary Beth Lodge is a life coach, hypnotist, and health consultant. She specializes in working with people who are confused, frustrated, or discouraged by the direction of their life. She works with people who really want to make a difference in this world and are willing to take the actions to achieve their goals. She'll help you get clear on where you want to be and to follow through on the actions that lead to a healthier and more successful life. 
Visit LastingLifestyleChange.com to request more information or a free consultation. To perform at your maximum potential, you need to have all aspects of your life working properly. On Mind, Brain, and Body, Dr. Michael John Kell will bring you honest, open discussions concerning your physical, mental, and financial health. If you're ready to find purpose and meaning in your life, tune in to Mind, Brain, and Body every Friday at 8 a.m. Pacific. Mind, Brain, and Body on Voice America Health and Wellness. Radio dedicated to your health, wealth, wisdom, and purpose. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. You are listening to What Matters with Mary Beth Lodge. To be a part of our discussion on today's program, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's toll-free, 1-866-472-5788. Or send an email to marybethlodge at gmail.com. Now, back to What Matters. Thank you for listening to me this morning on What Matters. We're talking about the topic of anger and whether it is your friend or just a big fire for you. And before the break, I suggested that most of us fall into two categories when it comes to anger, the avoiders and the exploders. So let me talk about the avoiders for just a moment. The avoiders might insist that they are not angry, even in situations that are intolerable. They may feel unsafe expressing their anger, or anger may simply be so frightening that any expression of it feels better to turn it inward than to ever state the obvious. The avoider might demonstrate their anger through depression, physical illness, sometimes even an autoimmune disorder. Even the thought of direct expression or discussion seems overwhelming and scary. I spoke with a client this week. She was a wonderful avoider. She knew that about herself. But even bringing up just the thought of an argument, she immediately had that sick feeling in the pit of her stomach. That's kind of a classic sign of an avoider. Avoiders can also be sneaky or covert. They take their anger behind the scenes. They won't deal with it directly. They won't speak what they're feeling. But they go behind your back. You know, that's something like the employee who, after a poor performance review, lets the air out of their manager's tires. You know. Avoiders may also practice passive resistance. You know, that's when your 15-year-old says, Oh, yeah, I'll get to it in a minute. And later tells you, Oh, I forgot. Okay, that's probably normal behavior for a 15-year-old. But you get the picture on that one, too. On that anger chart that you just drew, the avoiders go from awareness to move on too quickly, and they miss the rest of the cycle. You can draw a line straight across the circle to remind you of that. The problem for avoiders is that they really don't move on. They just keep adding it on to the pile of stuff that never gets spoken, never gets worked through, and is never resolved. And sometimes they explode. I call that stuff and blow. 
Now, don't be confused by that being an exploder, because it's not. It's an avoider. See, avoiders will just keep piling it on, not speaking up, and then they finally get so full of all the things they're upset about that they blow up and every little problem from the last, oh, I don't know, 20 years (laughs) comes out all at once. That's an avoider. The exploders, on the other hand, will range from the seething volcano that threatens to erupt at any minute to the person who is angry at everything all of the time. Cynicism, sarcasm, and idle threats pepper their language. They may bluff or they may act out. They intimidate, explode, or seethe. It is very hard to feel safe with an exploder because they are unpredictable or too predictable. They trigger too easily. They trigger too quickly. And they may even look for things to be angry about. Sometimes they seem to get a rush from their anger, and then they seem to do it again just for the high. On the anger chart, exploders go from event to action with no stops in between. And they keep looking for more events to keep that pattern going. You can draw a line straight up and down to illustrate that approach. So just to clarify, there are avoiders, exploders, and somewhere there are people with normal anger. I'm going to rename that normal anger to healthy anger. Because if normal means common, there are far more people who are avoiders and exploders, and fewer people who use their anger as a healthy emotion. And why is that? Well, it could be about our role models. Where would we learn anger behaviors from, anyways? Somebody taught us. Who taught you? Think back. Who were the adults in your life when you were a child? And what message did you get about anger? What did they demonstrate about anger? And what did they say? Because sometimes it was different. But you see, your anger education began with the people who raised you. Maybe there was somebody in your house that was allowed to explode, but nobody else in the house had the same permission. That's one kind of model. Maybe there was somebody who always tried to soothe things over, make peace, keep things managed. That's another kind of model. Is there a message? either overt or covert, that anger was a negative thing, bad in some way, not to be expressed at all? Were you told that your temper was bad? Or were you shamed for having a temper? There's yet another model. Maybe all of the arguments that happened in your house were taken behind closed doors. And you never experienced either the actual tension of the conflict or the satisfaction of resolution because it was hidden from your experience. There are families that do that. And while I can see the rationale behind that, that the parents always want to have a, a, a way of speaking together on the same page, and if they have a difference, they want to work that out where the children don't hear. I understand that rationale. 
but it also robs the children of a model of how you work things out. And that might have been a household where it was really pretty healthy in how those discussions took place and how the differences were settled. But that benefit, that lesson, was never taught. You know, some people were lucky enough to have open family discussions when a problem or a conflict arose. And they were taught that it can be a positive thing to be angry and to express it constructively. Those folks were given a real gift. Now, don't get me wrong. Every one of those anger models that I just described taught very useful skills. But until you understand the lesson, it is hard to know how to use the skill effectively. Really, people raised in tense households often learn great negotiation and peacemaking skills. And others learn a very high tolerance for conflict. So imagine where this leads. You see, I want, on my street, a police officer who has a high tolerance for tension and conflict. Because that means effective and confident intervention in dangerous situations. There's no fear. Or there's a wary respect for the potential. That comes from having a high tolerance for conflict. From recognizing that conflict exists and conflict can be resolved. It can be de-escalated. And I want an attorney, a critical care nurse, and an emergency department physician who enjoy a good fight. See, I want those people on my side because when they enjoy a good fight, it translates in those professions into an advocate who will go the distance for the right reasons. So you see, no matter what the role model is, it doesn't mean that it was wrong. We just need an understanding of our own patterns so that we can choose how to apply our skills or learn new ones that might be more effective. So do you recognize any of your own patterns yet? If you are an avoider, it may help you to know that there are lots of people who are conflict avoidant. It's pretty common, actually. But it does make it hard to resolve an issue with you because you may try to deny or avert the need for discussion because it is so uncomfortable for you. You may be converting your anger into fear or numbing it away or eating it to keep it out of your awareness. And there are health problems that come from this. When anger drops to a level that is beneath our awareness, the body will still process it. But this means, usually, a physical issue, and sometimes it means depression. Physical manifestations of anger avoidance can be as simple as that nausea feeling in the pit of your stomach or as complex as an autoimmune disorder. Depression can be anger turned inward. Joint pain, muscle aches, arthritis, eczema, ulcers, colitis might all trace back to anger that is not openly resolved. Anger that is suppressed 
below one's awareness, especially when accompanied by a belief that anger is bad, has to get worked out in some way. And there is your wonderful body able to do the deed, but not necessarily in a healthy way. So is there a way out of this? Well, yes. Unfortunately, for if you're anger avoidant, you won't like it at first because it means you have to allow yourself to be uncomfortable. Can you do that? When you can allow yourself the permission to experience your anger, you take the first step towards a healthier pattern. We'll talk about that healthy cycle later. But for anger avoiders, it's about expression. It's about getting in touch with. Now, there are many, many exercises out there to help you get in touch with your anger. You know, those old encounter exercises where you take a foam bat or a pillow and punch it. Well, those are only designed for people who are so out of touch with their anger that that would allow them to bring it forward. Most people, they know they have some anger. They just don't know what to do with it, and it's scary. And so it's okay simply to start writing about it, to be aware that, yeah, I'm angry, and to bring your awareness to a conscious level where you have a choice to do something with it. And remember, on that anger cycle, the anger avoider misses a whole bunch of that cycle. And like I said, we'll talk about that in just a few minutes. Now we're about to again take a short break, and I'd like to hear from you. Do you have an anger experience that you'd like to share, or a question about anger? You know, you can send me an email at marybethlodge at gmail.com, or can you, you can use our listener call-in number, 866-472-5788. And again, we're, it's time for us to take a short break. This is Mary Beth Lodge, and you are listening to What Matters on the Voice America Variety Channel. Stay tuned. Find out which guests are being featured this week. Read our network press releases and read the blog posts from your favorite hosts. Go to iradioblog.com today. Powered by the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Are you ready to make a change in your life? Would you like to discover the hidden obstacles to your success? Mary Beth Lodge is a certified life coach with a proven track record of guiding others to success. Drawing on mind-body techniques and concepts of neuroscience, Mary Beth will design a program specific to your goals, lifestyle, and personality. You'll develop a specific action plan to follow. You'll learn practical and easy strategies to move through your obstacles and reach your goals. You decide the area to focus on. Is it your weight, your health, or your professional goals? Mary Beth Lodge is a life coach, hypnotist, and health consultant. She specializes in working with people who are confused, frustrated, or discouraged by the direction of their life. She works with people who really want to make a difference in this world and are willing to take the actions to achieve their goals. She'll help you get clear on where you want to be and to follow through on the actions that lead to a healthier and more successful life. Visit LastingLifestyleChange.com to request more information or a free consultation. 
With today's outside pressures and current realities, many of us are feeling a loss of control and freedom concerning our lives, business, and where we stand in society. But that can change. Tune in to The Power of the Human Connection with Chris Schultenover. Through the art of storytelling in authentic human terms, we lead you to true and honest realizations and collaborations to better your life and the lives of others. The Power of the Human Connection is heard live Thursdays at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com You are listening to What Matters with Mary Beth Lodge. To be a part of our discussion on today's program, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's toll-free, 1-866-472-5788. Or send an email to marybethlodge at gmail.com. Now, back to What Matters. Thank you for joining me this morning on What Matters. We're talking about anger and the healthy anger cycle. And the ways that many of us express our anger. And we've just spoken about the anger avoiders. And I'd like to move to the other side of that teeter-totter, where we find the exploders. Now remember, I told you not to confuse that stuff and blow with an exploder. Remember, that's the avoider who lets things build up and then goes kaboom and everything comes out at once. That's still an avoidance pattern. Exploders have a very different feel. They explode quickly too quickly. Remember on the chart, they go directly from event to action and back to the next event. Some exploders trigger so quickly that when you are on the other end, it feels like the explosion came out of nowhere. Sometimes they have triggered, reacted, and are done faster than your brain had time to even get to the awareness stage. Of course, it probably helped that you got distracted by the explosion and couldn't really comprehend the situation. But some exploders are so done with the situation after they explode that they don't even have any connection to it. Talk about moving on. They might not even remember the outburst. That has to do with what's happening in their brain. They're really not intentionally forgetting things. Meanwhile, the avoiders around them are quaking in their shoes, feeling traumatized and fearful and afraid that another explosion is just around the corner. (laughs) Some exploders go to the other end. They hold on too long collecting reasons to maintain their hostility toward the world. They may carry a belief that everyone is out to get them, so they have to strike first. Or they may simply believe that they are alone, and no one is going to look out for them. So if they don't take what they deserve, nobody else is going to give it to them. Again, this may come from an early childhood pattern. Exploders have physical health issues, too. Those cardiac things, high blood pressure, heart disease, addictions... All of those may start with an anger pattern that doesn't allow for resolution. Perpetual resentment and, yes, depression may also stem from this anger style. So what about an intervention? Is there help for the exploder? Well, yes, there are many. But it depends on what the exploder is aware of and what they are willing to do. The first thing that an exploder needs to learn is to slow down the reaction. That's where all of those breathing and count to 10 strategies come in. This is the person who needs the walk away intervention. Go away, calm down, 
bring your heart rate down to under 100 beats per minute. And I'm very specific about that. Why? Because if your heart rate is over 100 beats per minute, it means your adrenaline response is way too high. And if you have lots of adrenaline circulating through your system, it means that the logical part of your brain cannot work. There's a chemical barrier that prevents you from thinking logically when your adrenaline is too high. It goes back to our old fight-or-flight response. See, we weren't supposed to, to stop and calculate velocity of speed of how fast the saber-toothed tiger could run. We can't use that part of our brain when it's an emergency. Our body doesn't know the difference, though. So when we get angry, we throw adrenaline out just like if we were facing a saber-toothed tiger. And until we calm ourselves down and get that heart rate down to under 100 beats per minute, we can't think. And if you can't think, it's a logical part of your brain isn't working. Every word that comes out of your mouth is going to turn into an apology later because you're going to say things that you really regret saying or that were hurtful. Not only is it not fun to have to apologize for everything you said, but no one believes you. Because before the day is done, you'll be exploding and apologizing all over again. When something happens that often, or happens in the same way again and again, the credibility of the apology is lost. If you recognize yourself anywhere in this spectrum of descriptions, take heart. There is hope for you. Just by recognizing that something about your anger isn't effective, that means you can change your anger pattern. If you recognize someone else in this description, hmm, the prognosis may not be so rosy. Some of the exploder styles lack the ability to reflect on their own behaviors, and they may never make a change. But if it's someone else you recognize, you can't change them anyway. Remember, this is a show about you. I told you it would be tempting to think about everybody else in your life. I'm asking you to think about you. But if you do recognize someone else, and maybe it's someone close to you, as you develop a great understa greater understanding of how to best cope with that pattern, you can also learn how to still feel good about yourself. So, would it help you to have more information about this topic? Most people are pretty open to that. Would you find value in getting more detail and specific strategies for your particular style? Well, I'd like to make a suggestion. In a couple of weeks, I'm going to be doing a teleseminar with the same title as this show. In the teleseminar, Anger, Fire, or Friend, I'm going to cover those anger styles in more detail. I'm going to identify clear strategies for each style that allows you to make a change so that your anger is a more effective tool in your life. And we'll lay out clear strategies for healthy anger behaviors that you can begin to practice right away to improve your most important relationships and to feel good about yourself when a conflict does occur. Would that help you? Would you find value in that? You can find more information on my website. Just go to marybethlodge.com or you can actually sign up for the teleseminar there. There's a special page says it says teleseminar and you'll find anger, fire, or friend. And if you sign up today 
or within the next oh, 24 to 48 hours. Not only will we send you information about the teleseminar, when it is, how you can call in, all of that good, important stuff, we'll send you a free download so you can start to get the information sooner. And this is a free teleseminar, no fees, just solid information and practical ideas that you can practice right away. We've skimmed the surface today, and there's lots of other information. And we'll take it apart and go even deeper. We'll go into specific actions that create new responses to any provocative situation. So check it out on the website, marybethlodge.com. And when you sign up, like I said, we'll send you a free download with some valuable information about these anger styles. And we'll talk about healthy anger, what it looks like, what it sounds like, how to do it. How valuable would that be in your world? And since today, this is a show about making a difference, what about using your anger to make a positive difference? How would your family benefit from your healthy anger? Would you be a different role model for your children? What are you teaching them right now about anger? Can you do better? How does your anger fit into your world? Who does it affect? What if you understood the energy behind anger? What if you knew how to use that anger to be more productive, to get into action? Would that be valuable to you? Okay. Find the teleseminar page at marybethlodge.com. Now, I did promise to go over that healthy anger cycle, so pull out that chart again. At the top is the event. Understand that any event is neutral until we place meaning to it. We talked about this a few weeks ago when we talked about perspective and perceptions. Awareness is that moment when our brain kicks in and says, hey, something happened, or what just happened? In a healthy anger pattern, we move to evaluation. See, that's the step that the avoiders don't get to, and that's the step that the exploders never even know about. But evaluation is a very important step, because it is here that we decide if the violation is internal or external, and how important is it? See, if it's internal, we probably overreacted because it was similar to something in our history that isn't finished yet. If it's external, it might be a threat or a boundary violation. You know, someone crossed a line. The evaluation stage is when we make a judgment as to how important that line was in the first place. Evaluation is when we can make a choice as to whether we want or need to take any action and what action would be the best choice at this time. Action is just that. It's the step that takes our emotion into behavior. If it was an issue we judged to be important, then maybe we have to state our displeasure. Or we have to state that an expectation wasn't met. Or maybe we have to establish a clearer boundary or clarify the intent of someone else's actions. But in some way, it requires words. That's right. Discussion or simply a statement, but it requires words. Sometimes it is as simple as the words, explain this to me. Or, help me understand. Sometimes it requires a stronger force. You remember those assertiveness models of expressing yourself? When you did fill in the blank, I felt fill in the blank. Yep, that could be a little bit stronger confrontation of what just happened. Now, this could lead anywhere. It depends on the other person's ability for discussion and tolerance. It depends on their ability to take ownership for their part. So 
So the outcome may be the result you want or not. Now, we're almost ready to take another short break. When we come back, we'll talk about the next step in the chart after action. We'll talk about evaluation. And we'll take the next step of how you put this anger cycle into place in your life. So this is Mary Beth Lodge. And you are listening to What Matters on the Voice America Variety Channel. Stay tuned. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Are you ready to make a change in your life? Would you like to discover the hidden obstacles to your success? Mary Beth Lodge is a certified life coach with a proven track record of guiding others to success. Drawing on mind-body techniques and concepts of neuroscience, Mary Beth will design a program specific to your goals, lifestyle, and personality. You'll develop a specific action plan to follow. You'll learn practical and easy strategies to move through your obstacles and reach your goals. You decide the area to focus on. Is it your weight, your health, or your professional goals? Mary Beth Lodge is a life coach, hypnotist, and health consultant. She specializes in working with people who are confused, frustrated, or discouraged by the direction of their life. She works with people who really want to make a difference in this world and are willing to take the actions to achieve their goals. She'll help you get clear on where you want to be and to follow through on the actions that lead to a healthier and more successful life. Visit LastingLifestyleChange.com to request more information or a free consultation. Bob Pritchard has over 30 years of experience as a straight-talking business consultant and author working with some of the top Fortune 500 companies. Now he's come to the Voice America Business Channel to help you and your business. Tune in to the Bob Pritchard Radio Show for information about starting and successfully running a profitable business. From the movers and shakers to great marketing screw-ups, you can't afford to miss a single edition of the Bob Pritchard Radio Show, Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Business. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com You are listening to What Matters with Mary Beth Lodge. To be a part of our discussion on today's program, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's toll-free, 1-866-472-5788. Or send an email to marybethlodge at gmail.com. Now, back to What Matters. Thank you for joining me this morning on What Matters. Our conversation has been about anger. And I was just going through the healthy anger cycle. When we took our break, I was talking about the action, that sometimes that action depends on the outcome of that action, depends on the ability of the other person to take ownership, their tolerance for discussion, and their tolerance for discomfort. And so maybe the outcome is the result you want, or maybe not. And that leads us to the next step in the chart, 
Again, another evaluation. Remember I said that this is twice we get the opportunity to evaluate. First, whether we need to take action. And second, whether that action has been effective. See, this time the evaluation is about the result. Did the action lead to an internal or external change? Let's face it, you can't always control the external change. You can only manage your side of the street. But just by expressing your side of the street, you may feel relief. Just by stating an expectation or setting a boundary, you may feel better. You may feel satisfied that you've been clear. Maybe a feeling of standing up for yourself is all you really need. And sometimes, having stood up for yourself, there's a recognition that the other person is only capable of doing what they do. And that maybe you'll have to express that boundary many times. Okay, but that's your side of the street. It's your responsibility. However you evaluate that result, you have the choice to take another action or to move on. Healthy anger involves resolving the issue issue to a mutual place of closure and moving on. And even if there can be no closure because the other person isn't working from a healthy pattern, you have the choice to move on. Holding on past this point is called resentment. Remember in a previous show I said the definition of resentment is like drinking poison and expecting the other person to die? Resentment has no place in healthy anger. Resentment is one of those less than effective explosive anger patterns that takes one into the past and leaves you stuck there. Oh, move on. Be free. Let it go. Wow. We've covered a lot of ground today, haven't we? So just for review, remember our story? The grocery store parking lot incident? Let's see if you can identify those reactions now. So remember, you came out of the store, there was the dent in your car, you were already frustrated, and now one more thing happens. Okay, so A, shrug it off, go home, all the time feeling sick to your stomach. Well, you recognize that one? That's the anger avoider. Putting it inside and processing it through the physical body. B, Go home, take care of your call, file a police report, call your insurance company. And there's the healthy anger pattern. Maintained your priorities, took the action, moved on. C. Scream, yell, curse, go back into the store, complain about the poor security of the parking lot, stomp out, and drive home. Well, that one was easy, wasn't it? That's obviously an exploder. And D. Tell yourself you are too busy to deal with this right now, but three days later, you're still seething about it. Yes, that's the resentment style. Adding another stone to the sack and carrying it around. So where are you? What's your anger style? What did you learn today? Remember my invitation to join me for my next teleseminar, Anger, Fire, or Friend. You can find it on the website at marybethlodge.com. Sign up and we'll talk in more detail. But for today, how will you use what you've learned today? Where can you apply this information? 
See, I wonder what will happen on your next opportunity for anger. And I hope you're not expecting to instantly change your anger behavior just because of a little information. It doesn't work that way. Remember that process of learning? It takes practice. And it takes frustration. And it takes making mistakes, learning from those mistakes, and doing it differently the next time. So today, you've started with just having more information. Now, you have to decide where you're going to apply it. Is there a situation that continually frustrates you and you're always angry about? How can you apply that healthy anger pattern to that situation? What can you do differently? What can you learn from that situation? Remember when we talked about challenges being opportunities for learning and for your own personal growth? Well, anger gives you that opportunity. When you find yourself angry, you could express yourself differently, whether you're an avoider or an exploder or somewhere in between. You can express yourself differently. I have to laugh because I've been teaching this topic for a really long time. And there is one situation that I still find myself very angry about. Just go ahead and try to take away my parking place. Yeah, I'm territorial. I admit it. And so, who knows for what reason, but just tell me I can't park somewhere and boom. I feel that explosion coming up. And I really have to have a long talk with myself about how important is this really? And is it worth the energy I am about to put into this? So there's going to be opportunities for you. Little ones, big ones. Sometimes we cope with the really big situations just fine. And it's the little things that irritate us and that we find ourselves most able to express our anger about. I don't know why that is. Maybe it's about priority. Who knows? But for whatever reason, we often do it that way. So again, where can you apply this information? And I wonder how different you will be as you notice the event and evaluate its significance. As you evaluate what action you want or need to take. And I wonder who you will touch and how you will have a positive influence because of the information you have today. So I'd like to ask you a few questions as you take this out into the world. Why do I want to make a change in my anger behavior? I think that would be important to write it down. And why do I believe that I deserve to accomplish this change? Do you see, this is still about taking care of you. And you're worth it. This is important. And finally, the last question. What am I willing to do to accomplish a change in my anger behavior? Yeah, that's probably the most important. What am I willing to do? So what are you willing to do? You know, I love to hear from you. I love to get emails telling me how you've applied this information or whether it's made a difference in your life. 
You can send me an email anytime, marybethlodge at gmail.com, or you can communicate with me through the website. So I want to thank you for joining me this morning on What Matters, and I want to congratulate you because you took the time to really demonstrate that you're worth your own time. You're worth taking time for you. So I want to invite you today, make this a great day. You truly deserve it. Thanks again for joining us for What Matters. Be sure to tune in again next Wednesday morning at 6 a.m. Pacific Time, 9 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We'll help you continue to make a difference next week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network its staff and management.